What will become of Dawn and Betty? What's gonna happen to Pete and Peggy? For Kate, it's a history. For Ashley, a mystery. It's time to hear Mad Women. Hey! Hi! <laughs> Hi! How are you? Well, I'm great. Good. I'm also great. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Mad Women. It's, I'm Kate. And I'm... I'm. Oh, I forgot how this goes. Go ahead. You're Kate. It's very specific. <laughs> I'm Kate, and I have seen every episode of Mad Men at least once or twice. Now it's my turn? Yeah. I'm Ashley, and I haven't seen any of them. It is currently New Year's Eve Eve. It is. Of 2022. It is. So if you're in the future and you've just been binging every Mad Women episode (laughs) and you're like, this is exactly the quality and pace of the episode I just listened to. Big surprise. It was 14 months ago. Yeah. We have not recorded in a very long time. No. Nor have we watched Mad Men in a very long time. We watched it very recently. Okay, that's like part of this, though. I mean, we weren't like, we did not just continue watching Mad Men. No, I don't. I don't watch Mad Men unless it's homework. Yeah, that's how it's best enjoyed. I don't do it for pleasure. Right. It is not. It's not pleasurable. Something to be enjoyed. It is something to be uh, just really forced to go through Mm -hmm. with. It's a burden. It truly is. It's one that I happily take on hey that i didn't for 14 months (laughs) but i will again now oh yeah now we're we're committed uh i hey i'm committed i am gonna be out of the country for a week though also it's like winter break which really clears up schedules it does but But, you know what? what listen you can commit to other things yeah you can commit to outside obligations. Just pretend I'm an outside obligation. I do think of you as an obligation. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <sighs> and just like Mad Men, oblig- obligatory relationships <laughs> are the strongest ones. They are. Like mothers and children. Right. <laughs> and husbands and wives. Yes. And children and mothers. Oh, that's just the other direction. Yep, that's yeah, that's the same. But, you know, it's kind of different. So, <laughs> how you been the last 14 months? Oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, since our listeners last mm-hmm. listened, yeah, I have a new job. <gasps> Not new to me, but new to the listeners. Yeah. She's a member of the circus. Yeah. Ringling um, Brothers. She bought Ringling Brothers. Ooh, circusing real hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all, really, that's different. Yeah. That's a big difference. You have roommates. I did get a couple roommates yeah um one of them like i share a room with and the other one goes to middle school (laughs) uh and they both go to middle school that's right all of them go to middle school every they either work at a middle school or they are forced to go to it every day right um not me i go to law school (sighs) i never stop going to law school you just can't get enough i can't get enough. you're insatiable when it comes to learning about the law i have that's really what stood in the way the last 14 months i couldn't get away from all of my legal texts i can't ashley because Uh there's this book yeah and i gotta find out where it goes on the shelf (laughs) (laughs) 
that's a really big part of my job and it i appreciate is. you respecting it uh, my such. friend i went out with my friend the other day after yeah. i left here uh-huh we went out and uh i was saying i was just with my friend kate yeah. And we were talking about you, and he's like, oh, what does she do? And I said, she's a law librarian. That's and he's me. like, what does that entail? Does she put books on shelves? And uh, I said, you know, I don't really know. Wow. Thanks for coming to my defense. I assume um, that's part of your job. No. You don't ever put a book on a shelf. I mean, Never in your day-to-day do you right. take a book and shelve it. I don't, I don't. I think you're lying. I appreciate being pinned into this corner. I just want the truth. Uh, there are many tasks i'm not saying it's the only thing you do to be done yeah i think when you think of a traditional like little you know spinster woman pushing a book cart and reshelving books like that's an outdated stereotype because we have student employees who do that now (laughs) (laughs) yes i said you know she looks things up Mm -hmm. she teaches classes that's happening she writes articles constantly and, you know, yeah. puts books on shelves. I'm and not going to pretend like that's not yeah. what you do. I think looking things up is a big part of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, like, really good at Google. When it comes down to it, yeah. that's pretty much all you do. Frankly, I take great pride in that as well. <laughs> and so if anyone has anything they'd like me to Google. Except whenever I have a question, you literally just send me let me Google that for you.com. You're lying. Because you're a sassy bee. You're a liar. That has never once done that you to have you. have absolutely done that to me. I might I have, will find the receipts. I feel that's more like something I would have seen. <laughs> Someone ask a dumb question on social media. I, I'm going to find the receipts. And then I send it to you because I'm too much of a coward to do that to a real person. Mm. Like, So I'm not a real person? Correct. You're an obligation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So listeners, dear listeners, <laughs> um, we have never forgotten about you. We just took the time we needed to yeah. fuck around. And find out. Yeah, what did you find out? In the well, last listen, months? I became a middle school English teacher. Mm. And that entails a lot of fucking around and finding yeah. out. Yeah. Nonstop. Constantly. It's exhausting. On both sides. And then I also took over directing the school play. Oh, my gosh. Which, why did I do that? Because you're living in a rom-com. Ugh. That's not very romantic. It's it's a a lot of D's nuts. (laughs) And kids saying things that I want to say. That's what she said, too. But I can't. It's so difficult. I mean, I probably could say it. Yeah. Because it's a very liberal town and people just laugh. Yeah. But I feel like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't. I was on a virtual work meeting, and we were discussing the cost of some resource, Mm -hmm. and the number 69 came Uh. up, and one of my colleagues said, nice, Mm. and (laughs) I, you know, it's like, I smiled and made sure that he he could tell that I appreciated it, but also not wanting to draw too much attention to it. For those who didn't get it. Right, right. But I, it's like, that's one of those intrusive thoughts things that yeah. I was like, it's not just me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we have a um, an online group for drama club at school. So it's yeah. like a part of our school learning platform thing. But instead of a class, it's a group. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're all caught up. Are you letting your cat drink your Gatorade? No, I'm letting the cat smell my Gatorade because my cat has to smell everything. He doesn't have to. 
He did not paw at your... You literally took a sip and immediately offered it. He didn't go seeking. His head was... You could see his nose turn in the arc of the Gatorade bottle. I, I... he, look at his head. Well, because he's a cat and he's just curious about things. And what does it hurt me to let him smell it my Gatorade? It doesn't. I'm just noticing the very intimate relationship you have. That's all. He you anticipated a... his needs. Yeah, we're in love with each other. <laughs> he's my boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, back to the number 69. Mm-hmm. So there's this school group. Mm-hmm. And there are members of this group. The yes. members of the drama club are part of the group so they can see updates and schedules, etc. Great. There were 69 members, and so I deleted one. (laughs) (laughs) How did you choose whom to delete? Well, I chose somebody who's no longer at the school. It was like an eighth grader last year who's now a ninth grader. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, they don't need to be part of this group anymore. And when all the students are watching this presentation, because I was giving a a virtual meeting, Mm -hmm. and I was showing them this, this group. Yeah. And all the different aspects of the website. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're going to see 69 members. Yeah. I can't. I cannot. I just. It would be fine. I don't want to deal with all the giggles. So did you delete someone else? No, no, no. I deleted one person so that there was 68 members. Oh. Before the meeting began. In my head, I thought you made it 69. <laughs> but instead, you destroyed the fun. I destroyed the fun. I broke yeah. down the fun. Yeah. Also, I went to see the ballet the hard nut <laughs> and what ballet is it's this? a spoof ish of the nutcracker okay. it's like the nutcracker but quirky yeah it's like if so new girl was the nutcracker dirty name. it's not even dirty it's a little dirty the name is the name's a little dirty right yeah but when i went to tell all the students what i had seen i was like i saw a ballet yeah. about the nutcracker because i knew i could not say the word the hard nut Okay. And then the orchestra teacher came in and asked Uh me how my weekend was. And I said, it was good. I saw ballet. She goes like, oh, was it the hard nut? And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And of course, all the children giggled. Yeah. And then they knew Uh that I had been hard nutting all weekend. You just were, you went hard on them nuts. I went hard on them nuts. On these nuts, if you will. Well, was it in the three, three, one, three? It was. So it was in. Detroit's. It was in Detroit's nuts. Yeah. There's yeah. something there. I was about to say 334, which is the thing. area code in southeast Alabama. It is a thing okay. where Auburn University is, my alma mater. Oh. War Damn Eagle. More Damn Eagle? War. War. Yeah. Like a fight. Yes. Damn? Like D A M N? Yeah. War, you damn eagle? Is that what it is? No. War Eagle is the cry it's like go blue okay except cooler but they war damn eagle is what they say yeah that's strange okay it's just because it don't doesn't make grammatical school. sense to me well it doesn't have to it's it a does. bottle cry no that's mm. you've heard of roll tide i don't get that either um but it's like the tide rolling in yeah that's fine that makes sense yeah it was some like newspaper article described the team in their crimson shirts like uh, a crimson tide yeah yeah coming down the field. That's what I call my period. <sighs> yeah. Very I original. say every month I'm like, roll tide! Oh, God. Well, you might think it's roll damn tide, which I heard someone say. I would not think that. Well, oh, members of a particular improv troupe I know oh. were saying roll damn tide, which is fine, but okay. what they really say is roll motherfucking tide. Oh. So you'll see RMFT as, it's like the LMAO, LM. <sighs> 
I think you FAO I think you believe Alabama. that I know a lot more about college football than I do. I think I believe that you cared about your friend enough for me to babble about You're an obligation. Football. We have already established. Yeah, well, here you go. <laughs> no, I'm if obligated you to know your monthly pay. <laughs> you'll listen to my battle cry information. Okay. I'm just saying, if you want to be authentic. Eagle doesn't make sense to me, though. It doesn't have to. It's not a... Why not? Why shouldn't it be grammatically correct? Because it's not the purpose of it. It's not supposed to convey information. It's supposed to inspire spirit. Well, you're inspiring some dumbasses, then. Because they can't even speak a grammatically correct sentence. Okay. That's all. Yeah. You really... <laughs> you really took Auburn to task. And Take me. that! Yeah. Take that, Auburn. I mean, after this podcast drops, they're probably just going to have to tear down the whole football program. Good. It's, I want them to rethink things. This is the beginning of because the Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what they're fucking up on, yeah. what else are they fucking up on? Nothing. Eh. No. I think it's just a trickle that, that flows into a whole damn eagle. Look. I think you think that was clever. No, it I lost it on the way. It would if you'd called it a tide. I know, but it's not. But that's a different school. Yeah, but it would have been. That's fine. Enough. I lost it midway. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm just saying that battle cry doesn't make sense. I'm just watching you dig yourself deeper <laughs> into this hole, knowing that yeah. I need not help you. Okay. That's um, fine. Sorry that we got off on such an acrimonious foot. <laughs> I think it started when you started shitting on my alma mater. Yeah. Who? <laughs> 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 um. All right. So, I found this artifact. Yeah, I was I of... was legitimately wondering if that would be found 14 oh, months yeah. after. Because remember how the first one just disappeared. Yeah. Did that ever turn up? It did. Oh, I did okay. find it. All We're right. discussing, of course, uh, the notebook. The notebook. In which I record. With Ryan Gosling. Ashley's Predicciones. <gasps> That's right. So it looks like last week on Mad Women, <laughs> after we had watched We Small Hours, which we watched again yeah. a couple days ago. We needed to refresh our memories. Because we forgot. Some of us forgot what happened in that Big time. episode. Big time. Like, I mentioned to Ashley the day before we watched it that Sal got fired. She was like, what? Yeah, I was. Th- I thought Sal you were dropping spoilies. I, yeah, you accused me of spoiling it. And yeah. I was like, I def- we definitely talked about <laughs> this. Uh, but So we watched it together. You know what? It was good for all of us. It was. There's a lot of Henry Francis stuff. That there was a lot happening. It was like a whole episode of Mad Men. Your cousin got happened. somebody fired. He did. It's messed cousin, up. My cousin, once again plays Lee Garner Jr. Let's just say I have more cousins than the last time we talked about oh, Lee shit. on the podcast. Not gonna I'm sure that this is gonna make international uh, it's gonna be on deadline. Soon. Our podcast? Yeah, our and this information. Yeah. But I won't say anything else. Ashley predicted for season three episode ten, the color blue. Mm. I had to find it in my sheet. That Sal would just be cruising. He was going to go through a hoe phase. 
and then something goes bad and he gets robbed because mm. remember it ended with sal just like in the busiest cruising corner of central park yes you there saw all the leather daddies behind him just so they were just like bumping into each and other and you know what i made that i did not remember that i made that prediction but as we watched it i made yeah. it again okay two days ago remember yeah. i was like oh right he starts grinder right right i feel like that must have been in a that may have been from when sal was in baltimore because uh, he was traveling then right Regardless, it's not written on this right. paper. We'll re-listen to all of our podcasts and figure it out. <laughs> so he realizes that he has to tell Kitty because he's gotten robbed. And he doesn't explain it, though she thinks he's a sussy baka. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word that I haven't said in 14 months. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, true story. This is true story right yeah. now. Last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle school, yeah. the kids were saying sus yes. so much. And yes. they were using it to imply that people were gay. Oh. Yeah, be like, mm, he's sus. To the point that the principal got over the PA and said that we weren't allowed to say sus anymore. Wow. Which just made people say it more. Obviously. So, now when I hear sus mm-hmm. and sussy baka, which I have not heard since October 2021. Sure. It just, it brings back a lot of memories. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I hadn't heard that because I only have the one middle schooler that I hang out right. with. Right. But that's, uh, it's like it's changed the definition of that word for you. So when you right. hear it, you're like, oh, it's a slur. So. Well, but even then we were like, that's dumb for, <laughs> for her to say, like, we can't say sus anymore. So then I used it and they were like, oh, Miss Davis. <laughs> Because they really like to call you out. Which is why yeah. I cannot have 69 members on the drama club group. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Even if it's fun it's for hard. you. Like, that's real maturity. Knowing that it won't be worth it. Right. If it was, like, elementary school kids, maybe. Right. And they didn't know how fun it was. Yeah. All right. Sussy baka, but no homo. Um, <laughs> but we do think she's figuring it out. Okay. So Betty keeps driving to Henry Francis's office, mm. smooches his face, and leaves. Yeah. Just violence, smooches, exits. And Henry Francis just accepts it because he likes smooches. Yeah. Which kind of happened. Yeah, I think so. Not so much driving to his place, but a calling, a ring-a-ling. Yeah. There's a ring-a-ling-a-ling. There's certainly a little ring-a-ling-a-ling. Yeah. Okay. Don and Suzanne are still hooking up, so this is Sally's former teacher. teacher. And uh, let me just say, nailed it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like Just like he did. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> High five. Hey. She gets him hooked on phonics and fills in the gaps in his education. (laughs) Somebody filled in gaps, but I don't know if it was her. Hey. Hey, High five. five. (laughs) And the lingo prediction was long division. Mm. I don't remember that coming up. I don't think it did no. he gave her the long division high five all right um okay okay so that catches us up we did the required yeah things and now we just like talk about the now we just talk about Mad Men. we just talk about it yeah and then we have like some tangents <gasps> oh no, there's so many numbers that. i meant to look up i'll look it up as we go right. it's fine i, I needed this pencil though i'm gonna reach for it Okay, so episode 
10 of season 3. There's 14 episodes in this season, I think. Mm -hmm. This is called The Color Blue. And there starts with Betty making a shopping list while the kids are eating. And Sally calls out Betty because they don't go to church except for Christmas. Carla goes to church every Sunday. Because she's a good Christian, and she's they're not the best. Carla is just kind of a constant presence these couple of uh, episodes here. Yeah. Don comes home and asks Sally how school was, and we were not sure if this was a new Bobby or he not. He looks fucking different. And I feel like we've had this conversation before i didn't look up which one he was <laughs> um, he looks weird his face is weird he's just freaking weird dude i don't think this is a different one all right well then is... why why does his face look like that he's a little boy i think this is a cute bobby draper so this is jared gilmore who played him in seasons three and four We'll see him for a bit more. And then starting in season five, you have the terminal Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> An even more different Bobby. And you know what his name is? Bobby. Mace, Mason Vale Cotton. That's a... What a name. That's a mouthful. But you should like this current Bobby because he's a Gilmore. What do you mean he's a Gilmore? Like his last name is Gilmore. His name is Jared Gilmore. Oh, okay. I thought you meant he was cool and in the show The Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Might have been. Anyway, it's not a new Bobby, but he's a little sassy. Find out that Don won't be sleeping at home again. Because he's given that long division. He's got the long division riding on it. And uh, Betty says he's working too much, so very exciting. Lots of nuance. Yeah. I was crying already. (laughs) Don goes straight to Susie's house. Now, I did write here, what the heck is her name? Because oh, I just called her the teacher. Yeah. Over and over. Then they literally didn't say her name in this episode one time. I think they said it very late. I think the brother mm. said it. I don't listen to men, so I didn't pick it up. No, that's a good call, especially yeah. in this show. Yeah. And so Conrad Hilton, it sounds like Hilton had called Don's office yeah. for service, and then that service called the teacher. Right. Which means, like, this is a very... This is serious. Serious thing. And I can't believe he would just give her number yeah. to his mistress. Or give his mistress number to his workplace. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. This whole business. Tell me about it. Well, because just why, first of all. Yeah. For all of them involved. Like, okay. Are you talking about the the relationship here? Yeah. Yeah. Por qué? Um, well, Don seems... Well, Don's a horny little bastard. We know that. He's a little bastard. We know that. He's not a good person. He's a bad man. And he's making more rash choices. As she points out that he's like, she's closer to home. Right. She knows the family. Right. So what the fuck is she thinking? She is an educated woman. Why does she got her horny little pants in a bunch? Is she... An independent woman of the 60s. I mean, she is living alone and jogging like a freak. (laughs) Do you remember? I do. And there's the, of course, I would hope so. But the the divorced neighbor that moved in 
Right. And she would take walks. That was a couple years before oh, this. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, and it was just, once you're not tied down with a yeah. man, you move your legs. Yeah. Women who are not housewives yeah. go out and walk, pound the pavement. They pound that pavement. That's the only, that's what you do if you don't have a husband. Yeah. It's like how men go and saw wood. They saw wood? I don't know. There's a there was like a trope in the nineties that like dad goes out to the shed. I think it was a it was like a jerking off uh Oh. Euphemism. Dad goes Honestly, to the shed and jerks off? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was like a way to even if it was actually literal, which it probably would have been. I don't know. This is okay. what you're hearing is like Katie's eight year old brain <laughs> that tried to understand something and never really. The dad's going to saw wood. But it was like, I'm just going to, I feel like Homer Simpson may have done it. It was just like, mm. I need to get my, like, energy out. Yeah. So women go pounding. So women go pounding. Anyway. They don't jerk off. They go for walks. Well, they can't. It's impossible. For women to jerk off. Yeah, they yeah. don't know how. They don't know how. It, what would the point be? <laughs> anyway, and then there's like a quick shot of Betty in the bath, and she's reading, and she looks glad that Don is out of the house. Oh, yeah. She's like cool as a cucumber. Yeah. She ain't missing and nobody. She's like, I don't have to deal with him. Got time to myself. She's reading The Glory. Did you, you look up what that, that book is? is? I didn't. They just made it very clear, very obvious that that's what she was reading. And I was like, yeah. I wonder what that's about. I bet the librarian will figure it out. Uh, uh, I assumed it was a novel, but I don't know why. Here we go. The Glory or the Love by Margaret S. McConnell, which came out... God damn it, Goodreads. <laughs> now it's just telling me that it's this Peter Cetera song called The Glory of Love. Okay. That's the glory of love. You know that song? That's, is it the story of? Oh. Also? Yeah. It's the but glory of. But you can sing it. And the story of? You can sing it however you want. Look at that cat just digging his claws into you. He loves me. That's because you let him sniff your Gatorade. He thinks he just fucking owns you now. He does own me. That's... It's because of the Gatorade. All right, this says it was published in 1972, which is bullshit. Look. Okay, I don't know what I saw. Maybe it was a hallucination. It was a fever I dream. I think you're wrong. She gets into that bathtub, and they have a zoom-in shot on this fucking book. And they only do things like that if it's for some Easter eggy bullshit. Like, mm, I... this is a book about a woman who's cheating on her husband with a senator. Purr, purr, purr. Look at how it relates. That's a That's really what they sound point. like. Ooh. Did you find it? I did. All right. First of all, I just, because I know everyone wants to hear my process, because yeah. I am. A librarian. An expert Googler. <laughs> I Googled Betty Reading, Episode 10, Season 3. Mm. And the first three recaps are from uh, Season 3, Episode 10 of Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next two are this one and the guardians thing says betty's reading mary mccarthy's the group the group Whew. i wrote it down wrong wow this was that was my b truly difficult group. okay so it makes it made new york times bestseller list in 1963 that makes sense so bestseller at the time the novel touched on controversial topics for its time, such as free love, contraception, abortion, lesbianism, Ooh. and mental illness. Ooh, see? Oh, my. Oh, my. That's why she's reading it. It's like, mm, I can't wait to be a lesbian with mental health disorders. <laughs> <laughs> you have such 
a good like understanding of yeah, Betty. Thank you. And, like what's going on? Thank with you. Her. But it does say it describes the lives of eight female friends after the graduation of 33 from Vassar. Ooh. Which seems like a place that Betty would have gone. I don't think she went there, but it sounds like rich white people fiction. It does. And who else but a rich white lady? I was very invested in that book. I thought I found something. I was like, look at me, gonna catch a detail. Hey, you got us close enough. Thanks. Anyway, she's anyway. reading. <laughs> Don and the teacher are post-coital. Yeah. And she starts... How many times do you think they boned at this point in the evening? I'm going to say 17. I was going to say 18. Okay. Let me get an even 17 and a half. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. That half being... He finished, but she didn't. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so how do I know that what I see is blue is the same to you? A question passed down from an eight-year-old student. Mm. I have that same question, though. I wonder that all the time. All the time. There's no way to solve it. Mm -mm. And I regularly disagree on what yellow and orange is with, and red Mm. with people. Well, you disagree with me about what teal is. Well, you have a very broad uh, definition. definition. But, you know, that's the thing. It's like, is it a an objective thing Mm. only pantone can say (laughs) don would have told charlie who's that the eight-year-old boy okay thank you that his job is about boiling down communication to his to its essentials this whole conversation was so annoying yeah i was so annoyed it was very much like i'm a little kid teacher yeah i'm a marketing executive man it was like, let's just remind the audience that Don thinks about advertising all the time. That's like the only Even way. Even when he's boned 17 and a half yeah. times in a night. I think if he's still talking about advertising, yeah. it means he's still got the wall up of oh. Don Draper around him. He can't he's turn not giving her his dick Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> Your face... Was equal parts proud and disappointed. <laughs> I think if I was there was a battle was happening just because I didn't say it. <laughs> That's the only reason I would have been. Fantastic. He said that most people are basic bitches, so yeah. it doesn't matter. And he said that he would have liked the teacher when he was an eight-year-old boy. Yeah, because he's got a mummy issue. Mm, he sure does. With her long, curly hair. I don't like this guy. No? I think he's a bad dude. He's a bad guy! He would, like, not make it in the Me Too era. No! He no. would be canceled so quick. He would be canceled, like, faster than Alex Jones. Oh my god. Can't even. So then we're in Sterling Cooper, and apparently there's a party happening soon. A big one. It's... Right. <laughs> the cat's readjusting to be closer. <laughs> if you hear purrs, congratulations. You won. Um, Ken does not have a date to this 40th anniversary of the Sterling Cooper thing. And that's because Don's secretary turned him down. Oh. Which is crazy. Ken's the He's best He's the cutie one. pie. Yeah. And the smart one. Mm-hmm. Then we have... Paul and Peggy and a couple others acting out an Aquanet commercial. That I thought was very cute. 
was cute. I liked it. I liked how they uh, uh, showcased it, mm-hmm. like setting up all the chairs quickly yeah. in Don's office. But also, I wrote down, who's that guy? Who was the guy who was playing the other woman behind that, Peggy? Do you remember the, like, writing duo with the little squiggy the guy kids? and then the... The, like, German? The gay German guy. Yeah. That was him. It did not look like him. Well, he's pretty I just looked bland. like some weird rando. Is it because he was wearing the scarf? Maybe. Is it because his hair was all flying in the convertible? But his hair was dark brown, and isn't his hair blonde? I don't he's know. He's German, so he must be blonde. Yeah. At that point in history, right? Anyway. Right. They started developing brunettes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, and you know what? Maybe I'm wrong, but I very specifically did not write down the other people in that huh. commercial because I was like, this can't be important. <laughs> 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 this won't come up. It won't. They're not big. So Don's pushing them. Don does not like their original idea. And so Peggy was like, well, what about this twist? Mm-hmm. And then it turns out later that Paul, who is, you know, Paul Kinsey was in the front seat with Peggy, didn't like that she put a swirl on top of his idea. Because how dare she be clever yeah. and charming yeah. and spontaneous and just have mm-hmm. good ideas as they come to her and share them. Yeah. What a little whiny bitch. He I don't is? like that guy. I don't okay. like any of these guys. I'm more yeah. for men. Blech. I should Blech. read that group so or that book, the group, so I can become a lesbian with mental health issues. I think you should. <sighs> no, I'm right there with you. Like their little fragile egos. Oh my god. And their little like ambition clawing Ew. their way, Blech. even if they don't deserve it. They don't deserve I anything. Mean, and we didn't even this wasn't even a Pete episode. No, Neither right. of these were Pete episodes, and we're still disgusted by these Blech. scrubby little testosterone dick whitman long dividers <laughs> more like short dividers am i right so he says that she's a girl and she's don's favorite and her skirt won't help them with western union yuck because that's the next big meeting but yeah before that happens yes yes oh there's i skipped forward it's I, fine i'm but i have important information let's hear it because the british guy is back yes and Do you he's remember like, his name? Uh, no. Um, what is a small road that your cottage might be on? A lane. And well, what? I like puzzles. <laughs> and if something costs a certain amount of money, that amount of money is the price. Correct. Lane Price is his name. That's his name. Look at how you just led me to that. I'm wow. A wordsmith. I like that's it. That's something that happened in the last. Why don't months. we um speak that way to each other more often? Like, you're like, Ashley, mm-hmm. do you want to come over for dinner? I'm like, what are you having? And you're like, well, <laughs> what's a seven-letter word for delicious? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, lasagna. <laughs> Is that seven letters? Yes. Okay. Count it up in your brain right now. L A S A G N. Hey, welcome. Damn. Anyways, Lane Price division. Is, uh-huh. is like, you know, you got to be at this party and Hilton's got to be at the party. That's how <laughs> That's he talks because he's British. You're such good Thank at you. English accents. And he's like, how's that signing bonus treating you? And uh-huh. he says that it's $5,000. Yes. And so I, yes. just a few seconds ago when I was yes. like, wait a minute, I needed to look this up. I looked it up. Yes. 
$5,000 signing bonus in $2022 would be $48,694.44. Okay. So almost 50 grand. $50,000. So that's what makes Don Draper smile. Apparently. But also, I feel like that's small. Um, Although I guess it's just the signing bonus. It's not like the salary. Because isn't the whole thing like he's being made partner and also becoming a millionaire? Uh, yeah. I know somebody said something about him being a millionaire. Yes. Or a half millionaire. Maybe it was a half millionaire. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. It may have been like a half millionaire, like in $63. Right. Yeah. We Which should just lot. watch the first three seasons. Yeah. Again. Let's just think? go back. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We're going to listen to our own episodes and try to piece it together from there. Yeah. The anniversary party comes up again. Hilton will have to be there and Don will speak last. Yeah. Because he's the big show. He's the big show. He's who we're all here to see. And apparently he's going to win some award. Which was all very strange. Yeah. They like, like that, to talk about it very right, much. Right. They, they didn't talk about it much until Roger was pissed about it, which yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. But it was very confusing. Remember when we used to do these where we, like, followed a particular storyline? Yeah. I forgot we used to do that. It's okay. This, this way is great. Yeah, this way is really good. It's like better it. than the other way. It is better. I just remember. I'm just like... Remember the old times. I remember that because I used to color code the yes. storylines. I remember that. So I could easily find them in my notes. Gosh. We're having a great time, listeners. We see Lane Price's lackey, and he's awful. Very much <laughs> like, is there anything else I can get you, Master That's Price? exactly what he sounds Wow, we're so good at these yeah. voices. And Mrs. Price says that he's such a toad. Mm. And who's Mrs. Price? Well, she's Miss Honey from Matilda. Yeah. I thought that was really great. We were watching it together, which we don't often do. No, this is like, what, the second time Second time it? ever. Maybe third? Second or third? Maybe. Not yeah. many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh my god! Uh-huh. It's Miss Honey! I would recognize yeah. that face anywhere because... Because <sighs> she was everyone's just, best friend. She, in that movie, was yeah. just like the epitome of sweetness. Yeah. And I was like, I want my face to look like that face mm. and just be so sweet and so kind. Mm-hmm. And like also have cheekbones. Oh, yeah. For days. For Until days. Like just holes. so many cheekbones. And how do you feel seeing her in this position of dissatisfied English wife? But she was still so cute. Yeah. She still looked like Miss Honey. I, you know, I've seen Matilda as many times as any little smart girl who yeah. was born in 1989. Yeah. And... I did not recognize her any time I've seen her before. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, interesting, because she's playing an English woman. She's American and Matilda. Chances are she's actually an English actress who's put on an American accent for Matilda. You think so? I mean, that happens so often. Why didn't we look this up? I because- did. Oh! Her name is M. Beth Davids. Oh. That's D-A-V-I-D-T-Z. A lot of lots of David's a lot of vowels there. Now I understand why you said it that way. Yeah, that's how you say it. And she's from Indiana. I was gonna say her British accent sounded fake as hell. (laughs) Bitch ain't British. That's fine. That's fine. But I mean, think of how uncommon that is nowadays. Fucking Lane Price. Yeah. That actor Jared Harris, who is the son of one of the you know, big time, who's son of Dumbledore. Is he he really? He's Roger Harris's son. 
I did not know that. And he played fucking Ulysses S. Grant in Lincoln. Wow. He and somebody else played Robert E. Lee. Both of them were English, but like. Well, it's like that Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Who's English, but she's yeah. eleven on Stranger Things. But then mm-hmm. she's in Enola Holmes. Yeah. Which is very cute, by the way, if you haven't seen it. There's okay. one in number two now as well. It's very okay. cute. And the love of my life, who's Who also British. Goddamn Superman. Oh, Henry The Witcher, Cavill. Henry Cavill. The Witcher himself. Oh, he plays Sherlock. Yeah. He's also British. But anyways, yeah. she had a hard time mm-hmm. doing a British accent, mm-hmm. even though she is British oh. for Enola Holmes, because she's been doing American accents and living in America for so long now, huh. since she was little, that it was like a chore to put on the British accent. How fascinating. Isn't that so strange? She's the most interesting person in the she world. She really is. Do you Serves think her right name is for Millicent? stealing a... Sorry, that was just an intrusive thought that I That her name out. was Millicent? Yeah, her real name is Millicent. Or do you think she's one of those people whose first na- real name is a nickname? Is her middle name Bobicent? <laughs> yeah, Robert. Millicent Robert <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Okay, so Miss Honey, she clearly just hates being in New York. Yeah, it's, it's not London. It's not even England. And Anne Lane says, I've been here 10 months and no one's ever asked me where I went to school. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard not being in England. If no one cares about where you went to school. Look at what happens when I even try to claim that your school has a strange battle cry. Yeah. It's a There's, touchy topic. It's touchy. All right. All right. So we're back in bed with Don and Ms. Farrell. And there's a knock on the door. Mm. Who could it be? I was hoping it was going to be Betty. Betty? Yeah. That would be a real turn. But you actually you thought that might be... That was my hope. Yeah. I was like, let's get this fucker fucked up. Okay. Fuck this guy. Interesting. So you wanted... I wanted more drama. You wanted Betty to catch Don in a lie? Yeah. Interesting. You think it it (laughs) might have happened in here? Couldn't that be foreshadowing? Could it have happened? So it's her brother, Mm. Danny. Not Betty's brother. The teacher's brother. No, Betty's brother's also a little wimpy boy. This is the teacher's brother, Danny. And he avoids answering Don's question because he has a bandage on his head. He looks a hot mess. Yeah. And he's like really defensive. He says that I'm not a junkie, but I'm too dangerous to push a, push a cart in a public library. And it turns out that he has fits. He which has is fits. Later confirmed to be epilepsy. Yeah. Um, so a lot of this episode is like he can't keep a job because. His epilepsy is not treated because it didn't have effective treatments, presumably. And his employers just fire him when they find out because there weren't protections for people with medical issues. That's right. So Danny tells, oh, this is also where I wrote Susie with an exclamation point because I think he says her name Susie. The heck is her name. Got it. So Don leaves. And yeah, she tries to smooch him. Yeah. Now, she is seeming like this is just relationship now. Like, real. Yeah. Not an affair. Yeah. Not a secret thing. Uh-huh. Like, oh, 
don't hide in the bedroom. I want you to meet my brother. And yeah. I was like, I don't fucking know about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you dumb bitch. I'm married. It's exactly the reaction he had. It's really, it's the, and she says it later. It's like, she doesn't care that the relationship she's in is with a married man. Like, it doesn't affect her life. Um, and it is different, I think. Like, think back to Bobby, the comedian's wife. Oh, right, right, female Bobby. Like, she was married, so she had uh-huh. to keep it secret. And, like, all she has a lot of affairs with other married w- people, but the ones who are not married don't have to care as much. Right. So anyway, Danny says that he could have sti- st- stayed in her bedroom, but his plans are interrupted and he's too arrogant to stay around. Right. And Susie says that he's going to get him another job. I wrote, Danny is bland actor. Monotone. Mm, I wondered if he was schizophrenic. Okay. I got a weird, yeah, weird mm-hmm. schizophrenic energy from him. But it's just epilepsy. Right. And, I mean, the fact that he says, I'm not a junkie, made me think, like, mm, is he yeah. a junkie? <laughs> yeah. But regardless. Ear regardless, you might say. <laughs> you can say either one. Everything he said was the same tone and not yeah. very believable. Um, you do great in your middle school play. <laughs> what if he listens to this and he just like cries himself to sleep every night? He's like, finally, they're covering my episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we just cackle and cackle. Yep. This was a long time ago. He's probably gotten a lot better since then. So then we've got. This was in the 60s. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By in a couple days, it'll be fully. 60 years. Yep. To the day. <laughs> which is the only way that we record. Exactly. That's why we had to wait. Because exactly. the years were lining up. <laughs> oh, boy. So we are in Cooper's office. And he is showing Roger a picture of, like, the original old white dudes who ran Sterling Cooper. And Sterling says, all of them are dead except the one who made him eat laxatives when he was a kid. Because, <laughs> of course, he was a little boy and yeah. his dad was in that photo. And Cooper says that 40 is the average lifespan of a man in this business. And so reflecting on the fact that this is the 40th anniversary, he feels like he is on borrowed time, yeah. it seems like. He does not want to go to this party. Mm-mm. He does not want to deal with these people. Mm-mm. He doesn't want anything to do with it. And Sterling doesn't want to see Don accept an award for his humanity. Which is the first time we learn that he's getting an award at this party. Yeah. What kind of humanity? Very strange. Don hates people. What humanity is there in fucking advertising? That's a really good point. Like, there's nothing human about it. There was just a big growl from one of my roommate's cats. Because, of course, my two cats also got two cat roommates. And they do not get along very well. And one of them is very noisy. That's legitimately terrifying. Yeah. Is it bad that I've learned to just kind of let it play out? (laughs) It's usually just Lulu making so much noise. There was a very puffed tail. The little black cat has a very puffed tail. Oh. And was swatting at Bloom just now. Ah. Oliver. And Bloom's just sitting there like, the fuck did I do, man? That's Bloom's. Bloom doesn't do anything wrong. Bloom's a perfect cat. Oh, he chased Lulu. Yeah. What a dick. Man. Oliver? I don't know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, oh, I just read something that's gross. Um, 
in my notes. We'll get to it later. Oh. So Cooper doesn't want to attend, and Sterling just says it's not our company anyway. Yeah. They just don't give a shit anymore. No. This is just a show. So then we have a quick moment back at home with the Drapers. Yeah. Phone rings. Mom's at the table. Dad's on the couch. Bobby's watching TV. And <laughs> Sally picks it up, and they just hang up. Well, she can hear them there. Yeah. But they don't say anything. Yeah. She hears them. She's like, hello? Uh, the Draper residence. So who do you think it was? Well, at first I thought it was the teacher. Sure. And then I thought it was Henry Francis. Sure. And after that, I don't know. I know. Then I'm tapped out. And, like, later in the show, both of them deny it. Yeah. And we never find out. Oh, I'll have some predictions. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> So, we're back at the office. It's nighttime. Mm. Paul is looking at a weird sketch of an old man with, with an ear trumpet saying, what's that, Sonny? Presumably, <laughs> he would prefer a written telegram because <laughs> of how bad his hearing is. But it gets him a little horny, but not horny enough. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm starting to feel horny here. <laughs> so then he pulls out our favorite lingerie ad. From before Marilyn Monroe's death. Yeah. With the same model who was in two different uh, colors of lingerie. Yes, the black and the white lingerie. Yes, yes, yes. And he starts unbuckling his pants. Yes! Blech. Ew! Blech. Always jerking it. He's so horny. In my home. house, we call it losing a contest. Oh. Because of the Seinfeld episode. Okay. You, do you know that episode I'm talking about? It sounds faintly familiar, but please describe it. It's well, my two favorite topics. <laughs> Seinfeld the episode, They're and having like a dry January okay. or whatever, right? They're trying to see how long they can go, mm-hmm. but all the whole gang. Yeah. And it's master of my domain. That phrase is from that episode as well. Okay. And this is contest to see who can go the longest. And Elaine is like, I'm totally going to win. Yeah. And then she also loses and they all lose the contest. So in wow. my house, we call it losing a contest uh-huh. so there he is at yeah. work losing a yeah. contest i'm just gonna say that sounds very sex negative sex negative as someone <laughs> who grew up catholic anyway he's losing his contest mm-hmm. and you know what peggy's still working well they're both there working late yeah yeah. Because they got to get this under control, mm-hmm. these advertisements. These advertisements. They're not working together, though. Nope. They're very every person for themselves. She's dictating on a phone. No, she's dictating about the differences between a telegraph and a phone. Burps. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. And then she is leaves. Here's music playing because Paul put it on to cover up his noises. Ugh. And then just walks out. Briefly, we see back at home, Don is counting his money. He's got fat stacks that he's hiding away. Mm -hmm. Fat, fat stacks. And remember, he had given away his stash to his half-brother. Uh-huh. And so this is him replenishing. Because they were supposed to use that money to, like, go to Disney World or something. Something. Or buy a summer house. She wanted a summer house. So, you know, he's a responsible um, man waiting to ditch his family at any moment yep. and the baby cries for some reason so then paul presumably finished mm. contest lost <laughs> walks out calls for peggy but then just sees that there's a maintenance man in the break room changing a light bulb 
Yeah. What's his name? Achilles. What a great name. That is a great name. Can you imagine there were so many Achilleses mm. in his family that if you were at a family function and you just called out Achilles, like every guy would just turn his head. <laughs> every one of them. Yeah, that was a cute little moment yeah. with this Greek custodian guy. And Kinsey's yeah. just fucking wasted. Yeah. And in post-self-coital post yeah. bliss. Stealing apples from other people's lunches. Yes. Finds Saul's bag. That's, oh, I bet it was Sal. It said Saul, oh, unless I read it wrong again. I thought but it I, would be fun. I know. Well, I thought it was Sal. And then I questioned myself. I was like, was it's his actually... name Saul all along? Like Peter? That's a Bible thing. Don't worry about it. Okay, I don't want to worry about the but Bible. But I will say probably a lot of time has passed since Sal was fired. So. You think? Um, it's only been one ep. But enough time that you wouldn't want to eat an apple that he had left. So Don't judge me on my apple eating habits. What if it's only been a couple days? You wouldn't eat a couple day old apple? See, what's happened is we've turned around. <laughs> and it's gone from you saying it was Saul to now being mad that I'm saying it was not Sal. Um, but you do have a history of writing words down wrong. I do. That you read. So. Maybe I need to get my eyes checked. So I swear to God, that book said The Glory, not The Group. Maybe mm. it's uh, maybe it's one of those Berenstein Bears situations, <gasps> a Mandela effect. Probably. And it said Saul, but I'm going to go back and it's going to say Sal. There's yeah. going to be all these people like, I swear it said Saul. But really, I it's think a that's Sal. probably what's happening. Because why would it say Saul when it could yeah. just as easily say Sal, and that would make it more could. sense? Except for the passage of time. But who's Saul? I don't know. There's it could have been like people that work Michael, there. and not been so close to Sal's name. Yeah. Well, they all have the same name. That's the that's the problem. That is the problem. His name is Paul, and maybe it would make sense. Maybe it was that Paul's bag. Maybe it was maybe his, own, it lunch was his bag. own lunch bag. And I just read it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I read Saul. But and he's just like, Paul. oh, good. I packed these healthy snacks <laughs> yeah, for me to eat while I was working lunch. late. Fuck, now I want to go back and check. It's too late. Show's over. Duh. I'll never know. Never again. I bet it was Paul. Okay. Well, whoever's apple he's eating. Whoever apple. Whoever apples. Whoever apples the apple tree. He eating is. <laughs> this You know what this is? This what? is because your fucking battle cry is war damn eagles. So you can't put together a proper sentence. Syntax is not one of the more celebrated programs at Auburn <laughs> University. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like. Look what? at you wearing your Auburn pants. Yeah, I am wearing Auburn pants. And a, a Birmingham t-shirt. I'm very Alabama right You are now. very Alabama. Not to intimidate you <laughs> so something about what achilles says yeah makes paul think and it was about how there's all these achilleses yeah that's when he's like oh, i've just had an idea and like the idea of A everyone turning idea yeah to hear to find out what it is the Grinch had a wonderful, marvelous idea. <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish that or my brain would hurt. So was that all a quote from The Grinch? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch it. Which one? Uh, how The Grinch Stole Christmas. What do you mean, which like one? Yeah. You have little kids. People with little kids watch bad movies all the time. That's true. But, but did you hear the way I said it? That's clearly 
From the 60s. I mean, <gasps> from the 60s. Jim Carrey says a lot of weird shit. That's true. When did it come out? The 60s. They hadn't, they hadn't invented color TV by 1963, had they? I don't know, but that came out in the 60s. Let's see. And it was narrated by a guy with a, a Burt a Bert Kaplan or something like that. Uh, Burt Kaplan? I don't know. It's narrated by a guy with a B name. And narrated. Bert Kaplan sounds right. It's probably not. Because Bert Kaplan. I don't think that's a real person. No, it's real. <laughs> I think he's in Mad Men. I think there was a lunch bag that said Bert Kaplan mm. on it. <laughs> All right. I'm on IMDb. And How the Grinch Stole Christmas TV mm. movie came out in 1966. Told you it was the 60s. Starring Boris Karloff. I was so close! Bert Kaplan! Oh, the initials were Boris correct. Karloff? Who did both? I, I deserve a cookie. That is not bad. That is not bad. Thank you. I'll allow it. Thank you. I mean, Boris Karloff, though, I have to recognize. The coolest name ever. That's really Bert really Kaplan, good. not the coolest name ever. That's pretty cool. Listen, I'm thinking of changing that. my name. I might change it to, to Bert, Bert Kaplan. Kaplan. It does have a bit of a... I think I could be a Bert. What's what's Andy, the FBI agent? Uh, name. Uh, meh. It's. I think it's also Bert. Bert Macklin. Bert Macklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bert Tyrannosaurus Macklin. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, this has been good. Okay. So thank you for finishing your Grinch quote. Yeah. He goes back to his office, just congratulates himself. Pours a drink. Pours a drink, sits down. Yep. And I wrote in parentheses, writes it down? No. What did you think about this moment? I thought he was a drunk asshole. Yeah. Did you think that he would remember it the next day? Yeah. Yeah. I did not think at that point that he would forget. Okay. I yeah. thought he had a wonderful, yeah. awful idea. <laughs> well, he did. Yeah. It was the one. But now we're back. Here's my on. question. Okay. Do we think that it was actually good? That's a really good question. Because he was drunk as a skunk. Yeah. And he was post-self-coital mm-hmm. bliss. Yeah. I don't make any sense in those moments. But sometimes there's clarity. That's but for that guy, anyway. I'm going to bet that it was dumb as hell. But I do like the fact that it kind of, it's such an interesting way to present it where they never actually have to come up with the right idea. But right. they do make the situation that it's like, it. you can totally see how it would connect to delivering a message. Yeah. And so I wonder out there if... And you know what, Mad Women fans, you can do this. What was his pitch? Mm, it's like a caption contest. Yes. Yeah. I think it was, hey, look over here. I got a telegram. <laughs> hey, Johnny. I forgot the Johnny part. That's a really important part of the early 60s. <laughs> I didn't think telegrams were still happening in the 60s. They only discontinued telegrams, like, in the last 20 years. What? 
actually could i, I have that. gotten a telegram I, in the 90s i say that you don't know shit discon- western union discontinued something they discontinued sending money just kidding they still do that that's like all that they do they discontinued sending hugs on january 27th 2006 what they stopped sending telegram what messages i could have sent telegrams my whole fucking life until Uh two years after high school graduation Uh i could have done it since until i was a junior why did nobody tell me you know i mean i think there was a really big part of like my history education that was about like the telegram and the pony express and alexander graham bell yeah maybe they were trying to get us to send telegrams Mm, but they didn't give us enough information no it's like the fact that i could have been a dual citizen of america and britain but i'm not because it's too fucking late my life has been a lie it has i'll never recover from this you probably won't emotional damage think of all the telegrams what situations would your life have been better if you'd been able to t- send a telegram? Um, okay. There was the time that I texted my mom that she was a heinous bitch yeah. when I meant to be texting my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have made that mistake if it were a telegram. Or do you think you would have made the mistake and then it would have been so powerful because <laughs> you sent your mom a fucking telegram <laughs> calling her a heinous bitch? But also, no. like, imagine how much more powerful it would be. She would really have known yeah that i thought that about her in that moment yeah but i wouldn't have done because the, here's the whole thing yeah it was the technology that failed me yeah. where i just clicked the wrong name like a little boop i see boop, right yeah a telegram you gotta write that shit out that's true put in you, an address there's a lot more opportunities to catch yourself yes i used to be so scared of the fact when i first got a smartphone and like you can just share anything to anywhere yeah immediately yeah you can send it by text to your mother yes you can post it on facebook it's i still to this day because of that moment of accidentally texting my mom that she's yeah. a heinous bitch yeah anytime i'm talking shit i double check the oh, recipient yeah. of that message i'm like yeah i triple check it's scary it's scary it's out there dangerous to talk smack do you remember the, the time i messed it up when i was chatting with someone on a dating app uh-huh. And I, I think I was texting, I was texting you about them. Uh-huh. And then I went back to like take a screenshot to uh, send to you. Yeah. And then I responded to <laughs> that person <laughs> as it was you, but it was also like very sweetly, mm. and like I did not say anything that I wouldn't. Yeah. I would, yeah. Well, there was a time I thought I was texting you, uh-huh. but I was actually texting my improv student my yeah. male improv student yeah. and i was whining about my period <laughs> uh, yeah. i was like my period started yesterday and i just yeah. want chocolate and to punch somebody and he was like i'm so sorry to hear that and i was like you're not kate i did just get a text from an undisclosed party telling me they were about to wake and bake and asking me if I needed anything. Nice. And it turned out they were trying to text their daughter, not me. Uh, uh, they were texting their daughter that they were going to wake and bake? I know. They're a really cool mom. Wow. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. <laughs> so, we're All back right. to the train. Telegrams. Susie, yeah. sit next to Don. On no, you say Susie and I just think Sally. It's confusing well, me. Teacher lady okay, thank sits you. next to Don on the train, and Don is not 
pleased. She's straight up stalking him. Pretty this much. bitch is crazy. Yeah. She thinks she's got a full-on relationship with this yeah. married-ass man, and she yeah. teaches his goddamn children. Okay. I've got a lot of anger. Well, I understand. But here's the thing. How else was she supposed to get in touch with him? Send him a fucking telegram. You can't send him a telegram. Why? Because he's so bad. Send him one at work. He's they already responding. know. They already know his it's number. Too dangerous. Like also, she gives a fuck. There's not good enough advertising for Western Union for her to be aware <laughs> that that's an option. But like at that's this point, so true. Their whole relationship is like he just drives to her house. Yeah, he just shows he, up. You think he hasn't been stalking her Ugh, first? I know he literally he drives up to watch her jogging. Yeah. She's getting everybody. on a train. Everybody has a right to take the train. I'm not going to say she's not stalking him, though. I'm not going to say that. You okay. won't get me to say but that. But if you were being ghosted, what would you do in 1963? Like, Fuck you, bitch. And just leave it alone. You think you would just drop him after being like... Like, they didn't even leave on bad terms. Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> well, she's not embarrassed for her brother to know that he's married. And this is where she says that she did not call his house. Yeah, he's like, did you call my house last night? She's like, no, bitch. I In like, general, I wish people cursed each other out more on this yeah, show. Just specifically calling each other bitches. Yes. Constantly. <laughs> well, that's where Breaking yeah. Bad comes in. And you'll know that when... We start our once we're done with this one. Uh-huh. Once we've wrapped up Mad Women, yep. Then we'll start on Breaking Bad. Are we gonna be Breaking Bad bitches? Yes. <laughs> Do you see what I did? Breaking. I put bitches in it. Yeah, I like you did. To say bitches. Yeah, it's really good. Thanks. We can workshop the title. It's fine. I'm just thinking of other words, and britches keeps coming to mind, mm. and it doesn't work. But then I'm like, well, would we need it when we're like? doing our children's version (laughs) so anyway danny got a job at the va hospital and so it's okay for don to come over yeah because he's not gonna be there no we're gonna have the house to ourselves you Uh, can teach uh. me that long division that's long divide (laughs) uh and then we see Betty's doing laundry. She It just keeps cutting back to her doing laundry. It does. And I knew there was going to be a reason. There was a real Chekhov's gun. You don't show laundry unless you're going to use the laundry. That's right. And they used laundry last week when she was carrying a laundry basket when Henry Francis That's right. showed up. They're trying to let us know that she's a housewife. She's a housewife? She does laundry. Sometimes. I don't do laundry. Why would you? Ugh, I need to. Uh, I don't want to. like clean clothes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's buy new ones. It's one of the only ways to get clean clothes. It's the, one of the cheaper ways to get it's clean clothes. It's the cheaper way to get clean clothes. Yeah. My friend Heather and I have often been known, uh-huh. often, yeah. to been known to, we have no clean clothes. We need to go to Target. Wow. And just buy some new clothes. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing that really would hurt this person this system is that there's a school of thought that says you should wash your clothes before you wear them once they're purchased ew why to wasteful clean the chemicals Eh, you know what right hey shopping at target i also care about chemicals i very much don't like that yeah particular thing because it's inconvenient 
don't. <laughs> I don't like it because it's inconvenient. <laughs> so I will say, like, there's most things in my life that yeah. I don't like because they're inconvenient. Right. Inconveniences are inconvenient, just yeah. across the board. Yeah. Um, also, I just like I want to wear my new shirt before I wash it. Oh yeah. Because I buy cheap clothes, so it's gonna look worse after I wash it anyway. Exactly. So that's what Betty's doing. We're at Paul's office, and Lois wakes him up. Startles the hell out of him. Startles the hell He's out of him. He's passed out on the couch. He looks disgusting. Yeah. He looks like trash, and then he starts going through the trash. Yeah, he's a garbage human. He's a garbage human, and guess what? He didn't write down that he idea. He didn't, and he's looking all over. Yeah. He says, I need you to type something up for me, but he doesn't but know where or what. Yeah. Uh-uh. Can't type up nothing. Nope. Can't type up a good idea. Should have been using that dictograph uh. phone. Dictator. She would have gotten a dictator like Peggy had. <laughs> She's the smart one. She is the smart one. Yeah, That's what he's smart. mad about. Yeah. He wishes he had a skirt. Then we have Lane rehearsing his speech for the 40th anniversary party. And his toady says it's very rousing. And he asks whether it's Churchill rousing or Hitler rousing. I don't want to be roused by either. No, but I feel like the English were really into Churchill. Oh, they still are. They fucking love Churchill. They fucking love that guy. They named their downs after him. Yeah. That might be America. (laughs) (laughs) So, London, the home office wants a report on the party. And they are not interested in this idea of Cooper not attending. Uh-uh. They want all the flowers in the vase, if you will. It's got to look good. Why, are they, why does it have to look so good? Because apparently they're selling it. What the fuck? They just bought. So here's what doesn't make sense. Yeah. They just fucking bought this company. And they cut the staff and they increased the revenue. Right. Which I guess made it. A hot item that they could sell. Yeah. F- they flipped Sterling Cooper. They sure did. They're just trying to flip it. Like a, they just bought low, sell high. How are Sterling and Cooper going to feel about this? Oh, I don't know. Because they feel, here's the thing about Sterling and Cooper, they feel like they're useless yeah. now. Sterling's like, I didn't start the company, it's not my company now. Yeah. Cooper's all, I should be dead by now. There's yeah. nothing left. They're just putting me out to pasture they don't feel very good so how are they going to feel when they try to sell the company i again? wonder if they're going to buy it back i don't know themselves maybe they flip it maybe it they call it cooper sterling flipping yes yeah. until mm-hmm. finally uh the neighbor boy glenn is at the top of the heat <laughs> <laughs> with betty's hair in a portfolio <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Oh, what a freak. Um, can't wait to see him again. Speaking of Betty, she calls Henry Francis. Yeah. And he also says he didn't call the night before. So nobody called. No one called. It was the ghost. Just some mouth breather. Huh. I hate those calls. It was probably Paul <laughs> jerking it. Mm. <laughs> it probably was. <sighs> so Henry asks, do you want me to call you? Because if you want me to call, if you want to call me, you should just call me and stop making up excuses to call me. That's right. It's like, what the fuck, man? 
She's thrown out so many mixed signals. Yeah. Betty, Betty, be better at having affairs. Honestly, just like grow up. Yeah. And have an affair like a real woman. Have a real fucking affair. Yeah. God. What are you going to do? So then we got Lane coming over. And now he's trying to convince Cooper to attend this party. Right. And he gives, like, several different reasons. One being that it's a tradition in the home country to do this for the senior partners to be there. The second is he should enjoy the fruits of all that he's done. And the third is that everyone will think he's sick if he doesn't show up. It will make everyone believe you're ill. Mm -hmm. He says, who told you I was vain? It's obvious. Mm. He was like, okay, tradition, nope, that didn't work. Yeah. Pride, nope, that didn't work. Vanity, got there it. we go. Got him. And he says, you really pour the honey on, then you lick it off. That's what Cooper says. Which is a very strange turn of phrase. That is very strange. <laughs> what's, um, he, what's he talking about? He ain't licking nothing. Well, Not that I saw. It's like, it's like... You make it seem like such a great thing, and then you're like, oh, but actually, I'm taking all of this greatness back. Yeah. Which is a very Lane Price way to do things. All right, we're back at the dryer with Betty. There's more laundry. There's a noise in the dryer. Clink, 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 clink. 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 See, Foley artist. I'm going to bring it back around to how I could be a Foley artist. All right, let's hear that one more time clean. Clink, 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 clink. Listener, I did not cut that audio (laughs) from the episode. That was purely an Ashley production. So, maybe in my next life I'll be a Foley artist. I think you could make that happen. I really want to. Yeah. That's pretty much all I think about. Um, making sound effects. Are you interested in like training? I bet YouTube is fucking full of how to make sound effects. I bet. But how do you, how do I break into the business? Um, well, this podcast. <sighs> I just need to put more of my Foley yeah. into the podcast. Okay, ready? Here's a stack of papers. <laughs> That's like flipping through a okay. stack of papers. <laughs> Not, just, Not like just sitting, sitting there. there. It's like you're flipping through yeah, okay. looking for something. All right, one more time. <laughs> and listener, she's... Flipping her hands just in the air <laughs> so that she's like in the space. Of, yeah, I'm a method Foley yeah, artist. You're a method Foley artist. Detroit needs Foley artists, obviously. Yeah. There's a thriving Little Caesars commercial business here. And they need you. That's true. Okay, here's the sound effect of a man on the street as a beautiful woman walks by. Yeah. You ready? Auga! <laughs> That's the <laughs> That's the bully. I could Wait, see hang on, the eyes was, popping off. I'm, his I missed heart. the part. My okay. apologies. First, because you, you have the sound for walking. Okay. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> that's the <laughs> full picture. That's I I could see it. I uh, thank you. Because like in I your could mind's hear it. eye. Yeah. You it was a sound I made a full soundscape. Yeah. And <sighs> I mean, I think there was a scene that was in White Lotus that could have used that. <laughs> you keep talking about the show. I haven't yeah. seen it. I don't know anything about it. Um, is it about a flower? No. Okay. Is it about white people? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an HBO show about uh, rich people vacationing at a resort, and the resort mm. is named the White Lotus. Ah, okay. And there's been two seasons, and they've been in two different, like, locations of that resort huh. with a largely dissimilar cast of characters. Interesting. Yes. Okay, well. Enjoy it. Call them up for me. Yeah. Tell them I can put my Foley in there. All right. I'm going to call them. Uh, I think the best chance I have is calling Aubrey Plaza. I think she would like me. Yeah. She's got connections. Yeah. And I'll just play them this recording. That's, this is becoming my portfolio. So listeners, if you are more powerful than Aubrey Plaza... (laughs) <laughs> Please feel free to reach out. But otherwise, Aubrey Plaza and Below Level, yeah. we're, we got it taken care yeah. of. Okay. So. So the dryer. Click, clink, 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 clink. She finds a key. Mm-hmm. And you said, what did you think it, they were going to find? You said something at the moment. In the drawer? Oh, you said it was going to be to a hotel room. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. I thought the key was a hotel yeah. room key. And I had also, it's like I had forgotten about it, but they clearly the reason they had the scene where Don was looking in that drawer was yes. to remind us that the drawer existed. Yes. So it's the desk drawer that she's never been able to access. She's always tried. Mm-hmm. She's always given it a little shimmy. She's tried to like break it open before. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. periodically, we've seen her go yeah. back and, like, give it a shimmy to see if maybe he forgot to lock it or something. Yeah. It's just, like, been in the back of her head. What's the he doing time. putting that key in his pocket? Doesn't that seem like it's that foolish. would be the type of key that has mm-hmm. a specific vase that you yeah. drop it into? Yeah. A specific hiding spot? Well, he hollowed out book? He got careless he just did. like he's getting careless with his teacher. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. It's almost like he wants to get caught. He's, like, tired of being himself he is so she opens and what does she find inside fat stacks of cash fat stacks and a a shoebox with photos of dick and adam yep dog tags for both dick whitman and don draper yep and then all these documents an honorable discharge from the army a deed he deeds a house to some woman named Anna Draper, a California divorce degree to one Anna Draper. Yep. The fuck? What could it mean? She doesn't know, but she found it all. She found it all. She sends Carla away with the kids because she's got to be dramatic. Yeah. She's got to drink wine and smoke <laughs> by herself for a while. Uh, so Don shows up to Susie's house. Offers to drive the brother all the way to Bedford, Massachusetts. Which, how far is that? That's what I meant to look up. Where do they all live right. in New York? Mm. Flappingham? Oh, West no. Queensboro? Ossining. Oh, that's right. They live in Ossining. All right. So, distance to Bedford, Mass. That would be four hours and five minutes. See, that's one way. Right. Wait, that's New Bedford. The fuck was that? (laughs) I'm going to Google Maps it. No, this is different. This says it's three hours and 20 minutes. That's still way too far. 
still. And I, I bet that Interstate 65 or whatever this is wasn't around then. Right. This is bullshit. Like, the fact that he goes there uh-huh. and comes back in the same night. I don't think he goes all the way there. Well, he doesn't, but she he makes her think that she yeah, does. that's true. I mean, we know that, and that's we can talk true. about what happens, but uh-huh. we know that he doesn't get very far at all. Yeah. But he still makes her think, so where did he go in all that in-between time? How did he kill really six fucking hours? That's a really good question. Um, Jerking it. <laughs> <laughs> losing contests all up and down the eastern seaboard <laughs> all over connecticut nope. uh apparently you have to drive through connecticut to get from austin new york to bedford massachusetts okay i'm learning a lot about new england um in this moment okay Susie gives danny 375 dollars which is the equivalent yes of yes three thousand four hundred and thirty nine dollars Damn. Where that bitch get that kind of money on a teacher's salary? She's saving up. She just hands it over to him like it ain't yeah. no thing but a chicken wing. Yeah. And it is a chicken wing. And apparently she's done this many times before. How does she have all this money? I mean, I think that she's living in a modest above the garage apartment Still. in the suburbs. Still. Teachers may have been more fairly compensated then. I don't think they were. Yeah, I don't think so either, but... Look, I wouldn't have a spare $3,400 just sitting around. She's a powerful woman. I guess so. And she doesn't have children. Uh, That's what it really is. Yeah. I don't know. She's saving her money. She's doing all right, but she's giving it away to Danny. So here's my question. If a couple that doesn't have kids, they're Mm -hmm. called dinks. Yeah. Dual income, no kids. Yeah. There's a single person with no kids called an oink. I mean. One income, no kids. It could be single income no kid i want to call it one income then it's oink i mean that is funny but i also feel like there's a touch of bitterness (laughs) in your (laughs) saying this (laughs) fucking oinks (laughs) not a sink Mm -mm. perfectly neutral term no oink oink yeah you wish you wish i do i do wish that (laughs) (laughs) so we see Betty again, watching TV, got the shoebox on the table, just waiting around. And then we see Don is driving Danny, and Danny just is like, guess what? Mm, I'm not going to Bedford. Yeah. Just drop me off here. He's like, just let me out. They've only been on the road 20 minutes. Uh-huh. He says they've only been driving 20 minutes. He's like, don't you need gas? Yeah. And Don is like, nah, this will be fine. Which also, there's no <laughs> fucking way. <laughs> You're driving three hours without gassing up. The fuck? Yeah, he's pretty cavalier about Especially that. on the gas mileage you would get in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You but go like you have a five tank. miles and it's like, I need gas. You probably got like 60 gallons <laughs> in, the, in the trunk. <laughs> That's why they're so flammable. Yeah. It's because they're just filled with gasoline. Yeah. So uh, Don's like, well, I am going. So like he's, you know, you don't have to stay in Bedford, but I'm dropping you off in Bedford because yep. I made a promise to the woman that I'm boinking. Yeah. And I'm going to boink that oink and I'm going to be true yeah, to my I, word. In six hours, I'll be <laughs> boinking away. <laughs> and then what's his name is like, look, I am a smart person and the only jobs that will have me are bad ones. Yeah. 
and I'm only 25 years old and I don't want to do this. And Don's like, hey, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> Run away and change your identity. <laughs> or you can start a new life. Yeah. Um, Here's some money. Yeah. He doesn't say how much he gives him. Otherwise, I would have right. looked it up. Right. Um, but Danny does tell him that, like, he says, I can't do anything that you can do. Eventually, they will find out there's something wrong with me. I'm afflicted. So, like, really giving Don this kind of the faintest notion that maybe not everyone has the same right. abilities and privileges that he has. But, yeah, he gives him money and a business card, and he's like, I did this wrong the last time. Yeah, because who's he, he talking about? I think he's about his brother? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who he gave money to and said, no contact. Right. This one he's giving money to and says, call me if you need me. Right. Because the last time his brother, if you don't remember, uh, took his own life. Yeah. So, and he says, remember, if something happens to you, your sister will never forgive herself. Something happened to Don's brother. Yeah. And he's never forgiven himself. Yep. Mm. He can really see himself in other people. Because he only thinks Don't about himself. Don't try to humanize Don Draper to I'm me. S- the second half of the statement was bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's the selfish man. <laughs> All right. So then we see Betty is still at home. She's Don just waiting. Goes to Susie's house. Yeah. And then Betty goes to bed. She's yeah. just waiting all night. All night. She's like ready for this dramatic. It's like two, three in the morning. Yeah. Where the fuck? Did Don Where go did Don to pretend go? he drove to Bedford, Massachusetts? Because he even mm-hmm. gets there and she's like, was it okay? Was it nice? He's like, yeah, it was mm-hmm. nice. It was fine. Now, here's another thing. You and I, sitting here in nearly 2023 yeah. with our Apple devices, yeah. can just Google how long does it take to get to Bedford, Massachusetts. Mm. Like, how close are they paying attention? And do you think Don gives two shits about <laughs> covering his tracks on this road trip? Do you think he, but do you think he killed any time? Or do you think he literally just turned mm. right around and went back? Because she can't imagine yeah. Bedford, Massachusetts is, is 20 minutes away. Yeah, No, you're right. He, I'm sure he did kill time. That's a good question. Maybe he didn't kill six hours. Maybe he went to a bar. Maybe he went to a bar. Maybe he smoked a thousand cigarettes. Yeah. Maybe he went to work and <laughs> got a few, hung out with Achilles for a bit. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to see if there's clues in the future. And then we'll find out who called their house that yeah. night. Yeah. So next morning, Don is at work putting on his change of clothes from out of his desk drawer. Uh-huh. And calls Betty and she asks him where he was last night. And what does he say? Bullshit. Don't fucking worry about it, bitch. Oh, yeah, that's what he says. (laughs) Um, She's not sure if she's going to go to the anniversary party. Right. And he asks her what's wrong. And she gets, like, really upset. Yeah. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Uh, 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 And then she just gives up. I don't feel well. For, like, half a second, I thought she yeah. might be a human with an emotion. Yeah. And then immediately she went back to being a robot. Yeah. Immediately. And, like, it was enough emotion that I feel like Dawn should have probably asked a couple more questions. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because it was, did not match the situation that he thought he was in. Right. But then he says that 
The clients and the partners are expecting the glamorous, stunning Betty Draper and that he wants to show her off. Yeah. Because he only thinks about himself. Mm-hmm. And she's his arm candy. Exactly. And she's the trophy. And she might still like being a little glamorous from here to there. Maybe this was another, like, attempt at her vanity, the way Lane mm. attempted to stoke... What's his name? Yeah. Paul and Peggy seem unhappy going into the Western Union meeting. She says that hers was garbage too. And he's like, I had the greatest idea of all time, but I didn't write it down. I recreated every part. I talked to Achilles. She's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you talk to Achilles? <laughs> and he says, because he's the pretentious one that's always quoting the I Ching or whatever, that the Chinese have a saying that the faintest ink is better than the best memory. Yep. And Peggy's like, nah, this has happened before. I was like, I hate when that happens. Yeah, yeah. And then Don says that exact same sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so cool. Like, uh, (laughs) what what does she say? Telegrams are a big deal and old people love them. (laughs) (laughs) And Paul says that his aren't any better and Don gets mad at him. Right. But Peggy, yeah, like she's smart and she's like, just tell him what happened. Yeah. And Don recognizes, like, yeah, I hate when I lose the good idea because I was yep. too drunk to write it down. But then Peggy comes in with her little skirt and a swirl. Yep. And being spontaneous, being mm-hmm. clever. Because the Chinese, they say that the faintest ink is better than the best memory. And what is a phone call if not a faint memory? That's true. I don't remember the phone calls I've had. I actively forget a phone call as soon as I've... Uh, They're so stressful. The I don't want to think about them. Yeah. I don't want to think about them before they happen, and I certainly don't yeah. want to think about them after they happen. That's the worst time to think about them. Oof. It's over. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. via the phone waves. Yeah. It's only how our do phones work. That do how this. do cell phones work? Um. How is my message conveyed through th- thin space? That's to somebody else. That's just magic. I understood when it was a wire. I understood that. Yeah. When my wire from yeah. my phone, uh-huh. now, wireless phones? Yeah. How the fuck did those work? It's just like, it's like how, you know, back in the day, if there was like a vampire yeah. or a witch movie, yeah. and they like, or Star Wars, which Kay. you've now seen, yeah. where the emperor like just crinkles his fingers and points them at you, yeah. and then there's like, and you would yep. see the zapping. Yeah. It's like, that's how phones work. But I don't see the zapping. Well, right, because it's see-through. Ugh, that's weird. It is weird. We should stop it. I don't like it. None of it should be happening. <sighs> I'm sorry. I get really stressed out. Yeah. But also, listen, it's all a simulation. Well, None yeah. of it's real, so it's fine. Right. Um, I'm going to choose not to worry about it. Yeah, that's a good way to not get stressed out. Yeah. Do you know how, like, in The Matrix, they were all super chill? Yeah. It's because they knew it was a simulation. Exactly. Yeah. They knew it was fucking fake as hell. Yeah. And... That's all I got. (laughs) So, Don loves it. You can't frame a phone call. And Paul... Is so impressed. He is so impressed. He's like goo-goo eyes. He is staring at her jaw agape. A woman? Yeah. Can do that? But also, it's like, oh, shit. She isn't just another version of me. She's, like, 
something different. Yeah. Like, she's like Dawn. Because that's what Dawn does. Yeah. Is this, like, spur of the moment best idea in the world. Yeah. She's better than you, Paul. She is better than Paul. Yeah. By quite a lot. A lot. Yeah. Paul fucking sucks. Paul's the worst. Peggy's awesome. Peggy kicks ass. And Peggy was a mess in the first season. She really was a mess. She was frumpy and pregnant. Yeah. And a mess. She was still finding herself. Yeah, and now she's fucking awesome. She's like kicking ass, taking names. I have a feeling she's gonna get more awesome. You think so? Yeah. Is that a that's prediction? That's a that's a prediction. That's right. a series wide yeah. prediction. Peggy will get more awesome. Peggy gets more awesome. Well, we'll see if you're satisfied with okay. this. So then uh we've got the Draper family ready for the party. Um Bobby says that there's a driver waiting for them. He's Chinese. <laughs> it's, it's the yeah. second scene in a row where they mention Chinese folks. Yeah. And I don't know what that means, but it happens. Yeah. Chinese are very in in 1963. I want Chinese food now. Say that one more time. I want Chinese food now. Oh. Okay. Well, that's possible. There's like four Chinese restaurants within a half Within like a block. Yeah. Yeah. So take your pick. Okay. All right. I like can't eat fucking anything at Chinese restaurants. Because of the gluten. Because everything's either fried and battered and fried yeah, or soaked in soy sauce. Mm. And it sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It's like, oh, I can eat rice. Good. Yeah. Fine. I'm sorry. I didn't like sweet and sour chicken anyway. <laughs> then we just see everyone in their cars going to this party. Yep. <laughs> Roger, his child bride jane and roger's mother are in the car and she is senile as fuck she's really just out there she she's calls a- jane margaret yes who's roger's, roger's daughter. daughter and roger says she's jane my wife and what does the mother say i don't remember does mona know oh yeah does mona know <laughs> Jane, she's <laughs> tired of this. Mother's in law, and this is Yuck. a blue blood ancient mother in law. Could be her great grandmother. Absolutely, she could. Ugh. She probably should be. Yeah. Maybe it is. Oh, that would be fucked up. Right? That'd be real fucked up. Maybe it's putting a whole new spin on this Roger Jane relationship. Mm-hmm. She's really shouldn't have kids with him. No. No. Not at all. No. So Lane and Miss Honey are in their car, Mm -hmm. and Lane tells her that they're selling the company, and Miss Honey is not unhappy. She's like, yay, we can go back to London. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And he's like, oh, but the boys were finally starting to like me, which isn't even true. Like, what is he so happy? What does he want to be there for? I don't know. So, and then just Betty and Don in their car, not speaking. No. Then we are at the party. Roger introduces Don, and uh, he thanks Don's wife and three kids for sharing him with them, and calls him the man who will stand alongside him for the next 40 years. Yes. It's a very nice introduction. It is. He holds back all of his uh, just real unhappiness with Don. They know how to put on a show. And I said that Betty is probably mad, but she mostly looks normal. I said Betty is a brick. And yeah. then in all capitals, I said robot. Robot. <laughs> robot. Robot. <laughs> and I yeah. said she looks like Taylor Swift. Yes. But yeah. 
We already discussed that. We did. <laughs> Since our conversation about whether yeah. or not we are Swifties, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, what are your general thoughts? Um, a lot of the songwriting is really bad. Okay. The lyrics are terrible. Okay. Garbage. Some of the lyrics are great yeah. for certain songs. I'm like, oh, mm, yeah. get it, T Swift. How are you approaching it? Are you just like random Spotify? This is Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, Swift Nation is new to me. Yeah. I only can really say that I'm a fan of the two albums she released in 2020. Okay. Which are both very well regarded and by me and not just other, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. tweens. Yeah. So I, on, at this point, I'm not pro or anti pre-2020 Taylor Swift, but I cannot yeah. vouch for them. What about post? So I've listened to like half of the new album yeah. and so far I've enjoyed it, but I do want to put more time into it. We have noticed that a lot of the new songs yeah. sound like this other artist named Shalou. Okay. Shalou, Shalou, S-H-A-L-L-O-U. Okay. Shalou. Is uh, that a famous person in the mm, America? He's like, uh, he's a, uh, what do you call it? With the ones and the twos and the mixies. And a the, DJ. Yeah. Okay. But like a music producer, producer. So he puts like songs together. Yeah. And sometimes he sings on them. Sometimes yeah. other people sing on them. But mm-hmm. they're really kind of like dreamy mm-hmm. with some fun synth elements yeah. and lots of like, ooh, ooh. Like yeah. those sorts of loopy things. Okay. And a lot of her new songs yeah. sound a lot like that. Now, can I just... What that makes me think of is that, like, everything sounds the same. Yeah. And it's hard to know what's coming from where. Well, I think she's a thieving bitch. That's fair. That's now, here's the thing. Yeah. Bob Dylan and David Bowie <laughs> both put out albums that are like, well, yeah, this, this, they did not originate this sound, but they made really good versions of it. Yeah. And I, once again, not able to really, I'm not going to say like Taylor Swift is the greatest, you know, musician of all time okay. or whatever, but I know that like a lot of things that I love about like David Bowie albums, real music lovers yeah. are like, well, yeah, but like so-and-so was doing this three years before yeah. or whatever. And like every Bob Dylan lyric, every other Bob Dylan lyric comes from some old folk song that he heard when he was 17 <laughs> years old. So like, mm. Part of that is just like how music works. That's it's been thieving since the beginning. Yeah, like thieving bitches oh, have yeah, made the music industry. The only way rock and roll ever came about. Yeah, and like nowadays the really popular stuff, like it's all just sounds like stuff from the seventies. Well, <laughs> you know? a lot of it literally is samples. Well, sure, from there you go. Older songs. Yeah, but now they're like sampling songs from the nineties. Oh yeah, and I'm like, how could we're gonna pretend this is oldies? Rude. Yeah. I don't like that. I got bad news. I know. I know. I'm old. I yeah. get it. We aren't, we're not even like the second to youngest generation anymore. No. Like the middle schooler I live with refuses to accept because, you know, you don't know yet, but there's a good chance he won't be Gen Z. He'll be something else. Like there's something else. Oh, coming. I don't think he's Gen Z. Yeah. Well, the new gen is Gen A. So after they Gen started Z over. is Gen A. Yeah. Okay. I hope they and I come think, up with something better than that. I think mm-hmm. my kids are Gen A. Oh, sure. 
the cutoff for Gen Z right now is yeah. like 2012. And as we know, there's yeah. a lot of flexibility in those cusp eras. Yeah. And because like we just don't know what it'll look like. Yeah. I feel like millennials weren't really defined until we got into our 20s or so. Right. But they knew we weren't Gen X. Oh, we were not Gen yeah. X. Woo wee. Gen X wants you to know. Oh that yeah. They don't want us. No. Wait, yeah. What were we trying to? I was trying to differentiate memes. So like in in like Gen X time, a meme was just when you cut out a comic strip from the newspaper. <laughs> and then yeah. our memes were like a picture of a person with a funny saying. Yep. But like Gen Z. They like, like, this middle schooler I live with was <laughs> describing, like, Salt Bay's entire, yeah. like, history. Yeah. And yeah, I'm Salt like. Salt Bay is a meme. Yeah. Like, I know the the picture of him with the salt. Right. But, like, the next generation, like, goes so much deeper than that. Oh. And there's so many, like, cross-references with other memes and yeah. other personalities. Yeah. That They're very highly invested. Yeah. Yeah. Some might say too invested. I would say that. But it's like they've just lived entirely, like, in the box of all of the Internet's potential. Yeah. And it's... There's just too much there for us to catch up with. Yeah. And oh, they so, have far outpaced us. Yeah. So far outpaced us. But thankfully, I still find our stuff funnier. <laughs> and and like, and I mean, let's be frank. Millennials are still in control of the culture right now. Mm. So like, we're okay. I don't know that we are. Oh, I think that's solidly Gen Z. I mean, okay. The older Gen Zers. Maybe I'm thinking of just the culture I consume. <laughs> I'm still thinking of just like comedy bang bang, the yeah. thing hosted by people in their fifties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the things that you like, uh-huh. uh, the what very is the niche. culture? What is the culture? I don't know. You got to have cable TV. No, you don't. I don't know. I know you don't have to, but what kind of a boomer statement is that? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I have to have cable TV. <laughs> I just, who are the people that commercials are being made for? Yeah. This is what I don't understand. Yeah. So, like, when we were watching Mad Men. Yeah. And we were watching commercials. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is so strange because I don't see commercials. Yeah. And it feels like we're at the point now where a commercial should literally just be a picture yeah. of the soap and be like, buy soap. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Like, why do we got to make it cutesy and have, I don't know, like, flashing lights and raining sparkles? I mean, Nobody sees ads. You do, like yeah. you said, you do everything in your power to either avoid mm-hmm. them or skip them. Yeah, it's true. So it feels like it should just be like subliminal messaging at this point. They just put the flashes into the show you're watching. I wish they would. Buy soap. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I mean, yeah. we are watching a show about an advertising agency. I'm telling you. So maybe it'll all be explained. <sighs> but maybe before I just we get created the next advertising too far. Yes. We need to do a couple things. And so based on my notes, we need to get a doozy percentage <laughs> out right. of 100. Right. And then we need you to get, get you to rate it out of 10 of something. something. Okay. Yeah. So what, do you, what are we thinking? Episode uh, 10 of season three, The Color Blue. How percentage doozy? It's only like a 30% doozy. Okay. Uh, I'll give it 40 because she finds his shit. Yeah. Everything else was boring as fuck. There wasn't 
there weren't it was like everyone needs to go to this party yeah it was very low stakes yeah it does feel like it's just laying a a groundwork filler you know what it feels like what it feels like an episode of network television because in our new era of Mm -hmm. everything on streaming and and a constant binge culture yeah showmakers showrunners they know you can't put in filler episodes yeah you cannot go slowly you can't have a whole episode that's devoted Mm -hmm. to just like let's see where things develop yeah like it has to be boom 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 Mm -hmm. boom because you're binging that shit yeah and you don't want fucking filler yeah but back then right feels like you could have an episode that was just like you can take your time with it yeah and i'll say like i mean what i'm thinking about now have you seen any twin peaks i've seen some twin peaks so until it got too creepy hashtag too creepy for me i mean I would when define that moment the, as the end of the first episode. But yeah. Well, when they go, whatever episode it is, and he has that like dream, and they're in the red room, and they're talking mm-hmm. backwards, but it's forwards, mm-hmm. and walking backwards, but it's yeah. forwards. I was like, this is where I am done. It That was a pretty... That's a fair yeah. place to, to just keep moving. So... There's... You know, the they, they put out a new season in the mm, last few years. Right. And they really let... Tim Dune. What's his name? I don't know. David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the lead singer of the Talking of Talking Heads? Um David, David Byrne. Byrne. Different person. Yeah. David Lynch, apparently they let him like really go nuts, and there is one episode that is full on cuckoo bananas. Okay. And not that like weird things happen, but it's like half the time you're just watching like weird gifs or yeah. not gifs, but like things exploding and yeah. close-ups of it's very artsy. Okay. Which is to say, like, I feel like you said network television. Yeah. But I'm going to call it prestige television. Oh. And in that, it's like people who can put all of their artistic, it, like, really with an artistic vision, pursue it and not follow the bang, bang, binge. Right. Uh, needs. Right. Now, also... As Office Ladies fans, we know that sometimes writers do stretch out things right. with you got filler extra TV episodes. shows. But that's fine, except yeah. you're not getting much of a doozy percentage. You I know. did not doze me away. And I think that's okay. Uh, that's fine. Wow. <laughs> you need a doze because you're I a millennial. Alright, what are you ranking it? I'm gonna give it five out of 10 fake car trips fake car trips (laughs) have you ever faked a car trip Mm, great question i have i've done a car trip and faked not doing it oh interesting yeah i've done that too yeah there was a time when i was uh, in a, a senior in high school and yeah. I wanted to go out to Grand Valley State University which is on the west side of the state three uh-huh. hours away okay uh, Grand Rapids but even a little bit further west okay and my mom wouldn't let me go mm. she's like it's too far away yeah you're a new young driver you yeah. cannot do it and I was like okay I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna spend the night at Heather's house four blocks away and she's like great have a great time I, and I drove my whole a ass second to Grand thing Rapids. that I want to do that day <laughs> also happens to me not here yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So I spent the night on a college campus, and my mom had no idea. Damn, girl, you mm. wild. Why not wild and out in these streets? Are you hearing this right now? Jenny Grazia. Mother Ashley. I forgot. (laughs) I was about to call her a different first name. And I was like, that's not it. That's not it. Thank you for filling in. She's the type of person whose real first name is just the nickname. She's not Jennifer. She's Jenny. And her sister is not Kathleen. She's Kathy. Oh. Yeah. And her son, her brother, my mom's brother, is not Andrew. It's Andy. And your name's not Ashlyn. It's Ashley. Exactly. Okay, so five out of ten fake ass car trips. Fake car trips. <laughs> I don't know why I exploded. Okay, <laughs> Ashley predicts. Isn't there a theme song for this? There is. Whoop whoop whoop. Ashley predicts. Oh, well, I'm sad that we don't remember it. Ashley predicts. <laughs> okay, my first predictione. This is for season three, episode eleven. Go on. Now, we might not get this reveal in the next episode. Okay. It's more of a prediction of what was going on in this episode. Okay. I think the person on the phone Uh was Sal. (gasps) Oh, interesting. And he was in another phone booth. And Uh he wanted to call Don because Don's the only one who truly knows. Mm -hmm. And he had had a bad uh, cruising experience. Okay. And, like, he's physically safe, but he's emotionally a little fragile. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The guy was mean to him. <gasps> no. They boned, and he was like, see you later, pal. And he's like, the name's Sal. <laughs> and so he tries to call Don, but then little Sally answers, and he's like, I cannot tell this young yeah. child that I'm a homosexual. Uh-huh. He was feeling a lot of guilt and shame. Okay. And so he just yeah. heavy breathes for a while because he's still getting yeah. over the emotional damage, mm-hmm. and then hangs up. Okay. That um, is really beautiful. Thanks. That he would reach out to Don in that way. Yeah. Um, okay, more predictions. The teacher is, is genuinely stalking Don. Okay. She's showing up on street corners wearing, like, big oversized sunglasses. Mm, yeah. And he sees her, and she gives a little, like, finger wave, like, hee-hee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, but he pretends not to see her. Mm-hmm. Um... Until eventually he uh, confronts her on the streets of New York. Okay. And he's like, enough. This is enough now. (laughs) Away. Be gone. And she turns and sulks toward the subway. Okay. Enough. Be gone. Yeah. In between, like at night, he's still fucking her. Uh Uh-huh. So she's stalking him during the day. He's fucking her at night. Until eventually towards the end of the episode, it's like, enough now. You don't. Mm -hmm. Because she's in the men's bathroom at Sterling Cooper. Okay. And that's when he's like, this is too much. I'll still finger blast you real quick. (laughs) But after that. Finger blasting for the road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? Betty. Betty. Every time she wants to confront Don, he comes in and he's mm-hmm. like, how was your day? And she's like, how was my day? How was my day? <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> and then she goes back to being a robot. Uh-huh. Okay. She doesn't actually confront him. Yeah. Uh, and she has put the box in her desk drawer. Mm-hmm. And Don goes snooping and finds it. Oh. And so now he knows that she knows. Uh-huh. But she doesn't know that he knows that she knows. 
This is a friend situation. It's a real friends sitch. Okay. And so that drama is just going to be stagnated for another episode. He knows. She knows. But she don't know. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Midway through, I had to go Auburn on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the company company is going to be sold. Oh no! I'm to gonna whom? go. I'm gonna go out on a big, a big old limb here. Yeah. To Anna Draper. <gasps> oh, interesting. She's got all this money that she's been sitting on. She's got mm-hmm. all this like I used to be married. Mm-hmm. To a handsome war vet. Mm-hmm. And I still care about Dick Whitman. And I yeah. hear that his company, it's made it through the grapevine to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to do something about it. So okay. she comes to New York. She buys the company. Wow. And he sees her in the little vestibule, like a uh, lobby area. Yeah. And he's like, Anna? And she's like, that's right. I own you now. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I look forward to that happening because it does happen. Yeah. And you predicted that correctly. And what will Don slash Dick do? Well. You don't have to predict it if, you don't, if you're not comfortable with it. Mm, I was just saying rhetorically. I think he's just going to be like so mm-hmm. shocked he's speechless. Because okay. he just turns into a little blubbering baby around Anna because yeah. she knows the truth. Yeah. And he has a lot of respect and love for her. Mm-hmm. And so he's just going to be like, And. Yeah. Will there be lingo? Obviously there will be. What lingo will it be? Um, the lingo for season three, episode 11. Yeah. Will be. Yeah. Poppin' fresh. Poppin' fresh <laughs> will be the lingo. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I feel there good about those predictions. I feel good about them too. Great. You know what? I feel good about this. Our one episode of Mad Women in 2022. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We it did really it. was only one. We got it in right under the wire. Right under the wire. But we you can't, can't say, say that we, we didn't. didn't do it. Mm-mm. You can't. But now, listen, yeah. we have to keep it up. We do have to keep it I'm up. I'm not doing this just once every year. No, I don't think that's a too reasonable much work. pace. <laughs> it will take us for fucking ever. But on the other hand, yeah. then that means you have to be obligated to be my friend. The that longer obligation I draw continues. this out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've already planned out at least seven follow-up pods true so true that's going to keep us busy and obligated to be friends for <laughs> the foreseeable future great that's what i need i yeah. i only feel safe mm-hmm. in my relationships yeah. knowing that you owe me something i mean as a fellow anxiously attached person <laughs> i think we are on the same page Perfect. there i like structure yeah i like obligation yep. i like mad men and you know what I like you. Aww. You know, I am obligated to be your friend, but I also yeah. like being your friend, so oh it works God. out. It's good. Yeah. Do you have any um, thoughts about the last year? Like, okay. Not the way that I already asked about it, but like <laughs> more in like a resolution for next year. Do you oh. have any resolutions? Did you? So 
I saw this on the Facebook from one of our friends. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Maybe Natalie. We only have a couple. We've only got a couple. Yeah. Uh, that instead of a resolution, which I think are stupid because right. nobody actually ever sticks to them. That's fair. I like this idea of, of, of taking a, a word. Okay. And having like an intention. Okay. Like an intentional word that you like strive towards, whether that's yeah. growth oh. or um, family or whatever it is. Money. Money. Oh, that might be one of mine. Money. I think my word yeah. for 2023 is going to be engage. Because you want to get married. No. Oh. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me about engage. Um, I feel very disengaged yeah. from a lot of the things and because of the pandemic, yeah. right? Like our improv theater closed yeah. and I've gotten very away from mm-hmm. uh, the things that I like. And the things that make me feel part of a community and the mm-hmm. things that make me feel good and happy. Yeah. Whether that's improv or crafting or doing more friend times or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So that's my word. Is I love engaged. It. Like I need to get back out there. Get back into the world. That's, I really like that. And uh, that's a great word. It's very like neutral enough, but also like wide enough and, and action oriented. Yeah. I did midway through that beautiful <laughs> moment realized we were on an entire improv troupe together during our hiatus <laughs> and it's never been part of the podcast we sure were <laughs> so i literally just now was like we were the fuck are you talking about and not just like an improv troupe because we've had many of those yeah but like we were we auditioned and were cast by a neutral third party we rehearsed every we week rehe- we saw each other every week for months that was a really good time performed twice a month yep. for like four months yep and i've then became the coach of the follow-up house yeah. team and had my limits stretched and having a great time but yeah we were called the insufferables i 100 percent forgot about that and <laughs> everyone thought that Ashley and I were like a click within the six person improv troupe. Because <laughs> we were. Because we were. Because <laughs> we were best friends. And yeah. had both already known and worked with the coach. Exactly. I, we knew mm-hmm. the coach very well. Yeah. And you better than two, me. Two, yeah. But I had been in one of her troops before. Three of the six of us uh-huh. uh, had been my improv students <laughs> at one point. <laughs> we had so many jokes between us and good yeah. times and we could bitch about people that we knew in common yeah. and it was a great troop it was we invented we had a whole form it was fun and then it just died and then it was just like yeah we're definitely going to keep playing together we didn't see so these are the one things one person I moved to europe in. one person true is having a midlife crisis <laughs> true <laughs> it was a great group it was fun. See, I need to do more things like that. Yeah. My problem yeah. is mm-hmm. I fucking committed to this goddamn drama club with 69 fucking members. It's too many. And so I won't have any time until after April. Oh. Oh, to do more improv. Yeah. Not to do Mad Women. No, 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 no. I'll have time for that. Yeah. But drama club is fucking yeah. three days a week. That's so much time. Until 4.30. Ugh. I know. Ugh. And we're doing a whole ass play. This play that we're doing has yeah. 40 two characters all of them speak <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah wow yeah well folks 
If you don't hear from us from for a while, be sure to keep up with Ashley's social media <laughs> so you'll know when to attend this 42-character play. Yep. And until next time, Merry Mad Men to all, and to all a good night. Mad Perfect. Thank you for listening to Mad Women. Mad Women is engineered by Ashley Davis, music by Kate E. Britt, and graphics by Dylan Anderson. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RadMadWomen. Production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.